them. There it is. Awesome. Awesome. So it's really good, and we love that. We love that. And it's good because when we get the presents, especially when we're youngsters, it recaptures some of the excitement. I know when I was a youngster, I was a very good boy when I was a youngster, uh, very well behaved. My parents are here. They'll tell you. They'll tell you. And um, but I couldn't go to sleep on Christmas Eve because I was so excited. I'd get up really, really early. And it is really good to be excited. It's good to be excited about some of the things that happen at Christmas. But we need to recapture the real excitement, which was the turning point of all of history. This name that's been born, that is spoken more than any other name uh, at the moment. When Zechariah, John the Baptist's dad, was visited by the angel, he was gripped with fear, the Bible says. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah. You'll have a son, and you're to give him the name John. John, you see, because John the Baptist was coming. He was going to speak about Jesus coming later on, wasn't he? About being baptized and everything else. But the words he said was, do not be afraid. And I suppose all of us have our fears uh, sometimes uh, in life. And God would want to say to us, look, in the end, it's going to be okay. Remember I told you a few weeks ago, Billy Graham uh, said, looked at the state of the world. And he said, it's, uh, he said, I just want to tell you, I've read the last page in the Bible. You're all going to be okay. Put your faith in Christ. You have nothing to fear. Later, the angel goes to Nazareth and tells Mary she is highly favoured. He says, the Lord is with you. The Lord is with you. Isn't that the whole purpose of Emmanuel? It means the Lord is with you. <coughs> he tells her that she'll have a son that God is giving to her, and she's going to be called Jesus because it, the Lord saves, which is what Jesus means. Later, Mary travels to Judea, and she saw Elizabeth who's carrying John the Baptist, and John the Baptist leapt in her womb. You know, Jesus and John the Baptist are meeting, if you like, in, in their mother's wombs. And she was filled with the Holy Spirit. She tells Mary that she is blessed. Early on, the angel said to Mary, you are highly favoured. He says to Mary, you are highly favoured. I think when I was preparing this, what I thought God was saying was to say to you, you are highly favoured. You are highly favoured. And you're highly favoured because God chose all of you. And he chose you to be saved. He chose you to know the Prince of Peace. He chose you to know the one who said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. He chose you to know the one, I am the resurrection and the life. He chose you that you might know that Jesus prepares a place for you. He says, if, if it were not so, I wouldn't have told you. He chose you to be able to come to the one who says, I'm the bread of life. He's the only one who can satisfy that spiritual hunger. He chose you to, to come to one who said, I'm the good shepherd who gives us direction in life. He chose you. So you are highly favoured this morning, but you do need to accept that. Mary's reaction when she knows that she's highly favoured, she worshipped. She worshipped. She said, my soul glorifies the Lord. So do not be afraid this Christmas time. The Lord is with you. Just like they were then, you can be filled with the Holy Spirit of God himself. And the only reaction, like we've been doing this morning, is to worship. And we might have a band apart from Pete. Pete was scheduled to play. We might have a band that was a little bit ad hoc, not quite ready, but they were prepared to come up and bring their gifts and do their best. We want to be prepared. And the way we prepare is to worship God and, and give him the rightful place in our hearts and in our lives. We can miss the facts very easy. You heard the buzzwords. What's the two words used a lot uh, over the past year? I'm going to give you a clue. I've got, I wish I had a wig. I wish you, you had a wig. We can wear that. No, it's not going to do it. 
Think blonde, leader of a country with a dodgy haircut. Fake news. Well done. Christina, you'll be coming up later to help us in the band. George. George. I knew I had the name wrong. I knew, I'm looking, thinking, that's not Christine. No, it's not Christine. Who's Christine? Where's Christine? There she is. I'm not very well, I have to tell you. But you're both coming up. You're both, Georgia, you're definitely coming up. You're going to be coming up. You're definitely coming up. No problem at all. So we can miss the facts. Now, we all know that passage, 1 Corinthians 13, don't we? How does it start? Love is patient. You'll be helping again. Excellent. What's the next line if you dare? Tell me. <laughs> Love is kind. You can't come up twice, Jackie. You'll be up there once. Yeah, so we all know that passage, don't we? But we can miss it. We can read the Bible, and we can miss it. We can miss the message of Christmas. And I've got a, a little thing that's going around on Facebook, which I thought was quite funny, but quite serious. And it shows you how we can miss the facts, or the things that are really important at Christmas. So this is uh, 1 Corinthians 13, a Christmas version. Okay? If I decorate my house perfectly with played boughs, strands of twinkling lights, and shiny balls, but do not show love to my family, I'm just another decorator. If I slave away in the kitchen, baking dozens of Christmas cookies, preparing gourmet meals and arranging a beautifully adorned table at midnight, but do not show love to my family, I'm just another cook. If I work at the soup kitchen, carol in the nursing home, and give all that I have to charity, but do not love my family, it profits me nothing. If I trim the spruce with shimmering angels and crocheted snowflakes, attend a myriad of holiday parties and sing in the choir's cantilever, but do not focus on those I love the most, I've missed the point. In other words, love stops the cooking to hug a child. Love sets aside the decorating to kiss the spouse. Love is kind, though harried and tired. Love doesn't envy another's home that has coordinated Christmas china and table linens. Love doesn't yell at the kids to get out of the way, but is thankful they're there to be in the way. Love doesn't give only to those who are able to give in return, but rejoices in giving to those who can't. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails. <coughs> Video games will break. Pearl necklaces will be lost. Golf clubs will rust. But the gift of love will endure. How amazing. It'd be very... E was you going to clap then? You was going to give a little clap there. So I saw that. which led to them to being the most least enthusiastic clap I've ever heard in my life. But I, think, I do thank you for it. I do thank you for it. Let's not miss the facts at Christmas. Of course, family's important. Of course, family's important. We need to be prepared. King of heaven, now the friend of sinners. He came for a reason. Hope of heaven or the fear of hell. I wonder which you have this morning. You can have the hope of heaven, the sureness of heaven. So we give glory to Emmanuel because God is with us. God and sinners, people that get things wrong, which are all the Christians on this land. There's no such thing, or there is sometimes a self-righteous Christian, but it's the worst slur you can give a Christian. They're not self-righteous at all. They're only righteous in Christ. Christ is born in Bethlehem. We're going to give glory to the newborn king, born to give you second birth. So family is important, like that First Corinthians Christmas tells us. So is being part of the church family. I don't just mean here, but I mean globally. Being part of God's family, born into a family. That's why we've left the Why Christmas booklets and Alpha on your chairs. Have a look at them, have a read. And if you don't know that already, come and see us. We'd love to help you in your journey. 2018 for us here is going to be one of discipleship, of really reconnecting to what God is calling us to do. What it means 
to follow him, to really die to ourselves and follow him because Christ calls. We do all of that because now, now, not yesterday, Jackie, now is the time to celebrate. Now, I know you've been wondering about what's going on in the box. I could have opened the box yesterday, but it would have been too early, wouldn't it? Why would it have been too early, Jackie? It's not Christmas Day yet, is it? Come on. So, you know, we've got this to open. We're going to open it. And then it's going to be a time and it's celebration. You know, God says, uh, sorry, Paul says, thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. You know, whatever your picture or version of Christ is, it's too small. He's so much bigger than we can ask for or imagine. It's important to be part of the church family. So I want all those people that are in the band, first time round, Abigail. We want Ian Moore, because he's not been up yet. I want everybody else, Rowena, you're coming up. You're going to help open this in a minute, because we're going to celebrate. Everyone ready to celebrate? We need to stand up to celebrate. You're allowed to dance, sing, move about a bit. What was Bernard doing yesterday? Was it swaying? He said, let's have a little sway. Come on, Bernard, come and show us your swaying. All those that are up, you need to come up. And um, Abigail, you need to come up. Ian Moore. Who else did we miss? Uh, who else? Oh, Georgie, you're coming up. I forgot. You all right? Good. Who else? Come on. And what we're going to do, uh, Rena's going to help us um, open the box. And then we're going to celebrate. And I want you all to, can you all to be on your feet? Get ready to celebrate. You've got to get ready to join in. And the youngsters are going to help us spread the good news of this Christmas. Come on, Timothy. Right. Let's have a little gap. We've got to, you thought you got away with me. You can't tell that stuff with me. <laughs> okay, let's move out of the way. Serena's going to open this box. Some people like to celebrate early, but not us here. Jackie, where is she? There she is. We didn't celebrate early, did we? We're going to celebrate now, aren't we? Okay, let's open the box. He started early. He started early. Look at that. Unbelievable. Okay, we're going to dish these out. Come on, go and pass these round to everybody. Celebrations. Celebrations. We have some of our music. Where's our music? We're going to have a celebration. Who's gone in there? Right, we've got to dish these out. Go and dish those out to everybody. Come on then. Yeah, they're all gone already. That's it, it's a celebration. Which lasts throughout the year. See what I did there? That was a good song. We nearly had um, Boney M. We nearly had Boney M. We thought about Boney M, but that might be next year. We're going to finish with um, our last carol. Um, I've told Pete to play it really fast. Uh, we haven't had Ian. Many hallelujahs or praise the Lord. So, can we have one? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And a hallelujah. He's here. And we're going to celebrate. We're going to sing God bless you, Mary Gentlemen, quite fast. We're going to pray for us first. A blessing. And I wish you all a very, very Merry Christmas. So, Father, we thank you for the celebration. Uh, we thank you, Lord. It does last all the year, although we recognize this day as very special. So I pray for everybody here, blessing on them and their families. In Jesus' name, amen. amen.